Hey everyone. The greatest illusions, ego, time, death, fear, and separation. Ego and time are the two heaviest anchors holding people back from God slash self-realization. Really feel the heaviness of those anchors. That permeates society. The egoic separate self entity. Especially with the elongated Pinocchio nose. That is disturbing the planetary harmony. Those egoic levels of separate entity consciousness that are relentlessly seeking happiness in the external world. And that's why the greed, the conspicuous consumption, the jealousy, the envy, the anger, the cravings, the aversions. Whoops, malevolence. Happiness and the egoic separate self-entity are two mutually exclusive things. The egoic separate self-entity must dissolve like a sugar cube in the hot tea of infinite consciousness in order for happiness to be endogenous, not exogenous. And the other one, time. The appearance of finity everywhere. Everything is finite. We are finite biological creatures. Everything is time. Everything's based on time. There are time zones. There's a 24-hour clock. Everything has to be punctual and on time. These things serve a purpose in the day-to-day. When you schedule to see somebody at 3 o'clock you want to be on time you want them to be on time that'd be nice so it's cool to have that as well the cycle of measuring the orbits of the planet around the sun and the rotation on its axis cool great Never once are we taught in the education system about these illusions, the illusion of the ego, the illusion of time, the illusion of fear, death, separation, illusion, deceptive appearance slash false belief, distortion of senses slash perceptions of reality generally shared by most people. Again, why Can we clearly tell it's an illusion? It's a false belief that has absolutely permeated society at large. It's in service to us. It's in service to our enlightenment. It's in service to our awakening. It's acting like a pressure cooker to get us to pierce the veil and self-realize, God-realize. 
more and more people are now curious, what is Atmavichara? What is self-inquiry? What is this self-realization or this God-realization that you speak of? What is this diamond necklace that is already around my neck? What do you mean that which you seek is what you are seeking with? What do you mean? That consciousness, that awareness, that knowingness is it. It's just a big oneness. The observer and the physicalism. Those are not separate things, but they help to be separated because we continuously do it over and over again. The more that we separate physicalism and consciousness or the observer, the more that we can at least say, okay, look, we see a way that those two actually are supposed to come together into one. There is only one infinite creator. There's one God, one source, one infinity that this is. And this is how to get beyond these deceptive appearances and false beliefs of the ego and time. All right, I'm going to cluster these up into two batches. The first batch is ego. The first thing is separation in ego. As long as you are a separate entity, as long as you have the notion that I am a consciousness inside of a body and that is it, and I'm going to die. As long as experiences are something that you're attached to, that you have craving for, that you have aversion towards... There's going to be a perpetual cycle of unhappiness. You can't be an egoic separate entity. There's no separation. There's just no separation. And it's interesting because a lot of people live in multiplicity. There's an approximate statistic that there's about 85% of the planetary population lives in some sort of a multiplicity. Ah, we believe in the individual, we believe in the separate self-entity. We'll unpack this in a moment, but when the sugar cube of the separate self-ego dissolves in the hot tea of infinite consciousness, you do not lose your individuation. You simply recognize that the I amness of the consciousness, the awareness that is eternal and that is infinite and that is being colored by experience, and we'll get to more of these analogies here as we go, that that in itself is what you are. And that's why the idea of separation is famously said to be consciousness pretending to be a separate entity. So it's just the pretending to be a separate entity. The sugar cube never even exists. The separate egoic self never exists. Consciousness is always shining. It's like the sky or it's like the ocean. It's always shining even through the waves or the clouds. It's always there. It just remains for you to recognize that diamond necklace around your neck. 
the diamond necklace around your neck is the I amness of the ocean or the sky. But the quote egoic separate self is caught up in the experiences of the waves, caught up in the experiences of the clouds. How ridiculous is it to see somebody out on the street looking up at a cloud and yelling, Curse you, cloud, I deserve better. It'd be ridiculous. But now if you replace an emotion with the cloud, here people are sitting and going, Curse you, emotion, I deserve better. Now you're starting to get a feel for it. It's ridiculous. Love yourself. Accept yourself. Exactly how this is right now. Recognize that that ability for you to become more at ease rather than dis-ease. Dis-ease is simply the egoic separate entity lost in the clouds or the waves. Here's the thing. Once that sugar cube melts of the egoic separate entity, you keep the individual expressions of the waves and of the clouds that are happening, but you recognize that you're the sky and the ocean. We're doing a lot of intertwining already with these points. We'll also touch on B here. The onion layers of identity is like a contracted fist of fear. You know, Lao Tzu and so many other famous people have talked about Fear being the greatest illusion. There's nothing to fear. You're already at home. You're already God. This already is infinite consciousness expressing itself. This is a formless absolute that's expressing itself infinitely in form. Again, the ocean expressing itself as waves. The sky expressing itself with clouds. The screen expressing itself with applications. The paper expressing itself with words. How many more analogies do we need? How many more trips to the Amazon and all these different places do we need in order to take in the indigenous entheogens for us to realize these very simple investigations into the nature of our experience? All it requires is an investigation, an honest, scientific investigation into the nature of our experience. Do you ever experience two things? When you put your hand on something, you know, put your hand on the computer or the phone that's in front of you right now. I have it on the mic. Is this sensation happening outside of you, of your hand touching the computer or the phone or the mic? Is it happening inside of you? Where the fuck is the boundary? There is no boundary. It's all arbitrary. All these boundaries are arbitrary. You can't even take 20 you can't even take one inhale 
We take 20,000 of those a day. You can't even take one of those without summoning the phytoplankton and trees that are creating the photosynthesis on a planetary level. There is no boundary. There's no border. It's an absolute arbitrary contraption that we've created. Now, does it serve us to say things like, ah, hey, will you pass me that microphone? Yeah, it does serve us to say that. So we do use them, but we're not lost in them. That's the difference. So we're going to use the waves and we're going to use this, the clouds and we're going to use the words on the paper or the applications on the screen. But we're not going to be lost in a place where we are coming from a non-self-realized and a non-God-realized place. You have to realize the sky. You have to realize the ocean first. Self-realization, as Ramana Maharshi and so many other people have said, is the number one thing that you can do. Period. And then that butterfly effects out. Those layers of identity are like a contracted fist, right? Just practice with me. Take your contracted fist. Imagine this as the ego, as the separate self. Just contract your entire body along with it, right? This contracted fist, contracted body. And just get really tight. Tighten everything up a lot. And then on three, one, two, three, release, release, slowly, release, release. Release your whole body. Release the whole fist slowly. And take a deep breath. That is the natural unwinding of the egoic separate self that is being experienced across the world. And that's what the Sufi metaphysics meant by wadat al-wujud, the unity of all finding. Because it's a bunch of clenched, contracted fists and bodies as egoic separate selves that are slowly being unwound and slowly finding the diamond necklace that is already around their neck. We've touched on this in episodes, but especially our direct path episodes. You can't jump and say that, ah, there's nothing to seek. Excellent. Ha, da, 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 back to my clenched fist. Da, 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 separate entity. Yay. See, it doesn't work. You actually have to go under a process where you do seek your ass off. It's not going to necessarily be a single, ah, done from an egoic place. It's definitely not going to take 30 years at monasteries anymore. And it's definitely not going to take five years like it took me. It's shortening 
That's why the direct path teachings are so profound and they're so quick and their metaphors are really strong and they get people to realize fast. But there's also a tremendous amount of contemplative experience, right? Atma vichara, self-inquiry that we actually have to do, especially if you do things like actually take in the the perennial spiritual wisdoms, which then give you different faces up the mountain to the one truth. There are many paths and many faces up the mountain to the one truth of God, source, infinity, the absolute, one infinite creator. Every time that you look at those different faces, every time that you look at those different paths, what's happening is that you're creating more and more of a corpus, more and more of a lattice work where you can interconnect the concepts that enable you to understand what I and my father are one means or what tat tvam asi means. You are that, I am that, we are that. The kingdom of God is within you. There are myriad of these, but if none of them are in your lattice work, it's going to be a lot harder for you to grasp the direct path faster. So to have a supplement of the most profound spiritual wisdoms that have ever been communicated as these different faces up the mountain to put them up in your lattice work is going to be really, really helpful. Again, practice that activity, like clench your fists and clench your whole body and then and just let go and unwind that. That is basically what's happening with the egoic separate self and all of its onion layers of identity. Think about how many layers of identity do you have? Where are you in the range? There's the range. It's all the way from egoic consciousness, separate entity, all the way to non-dual awareness. Where are you? Because if you're still attached to all of your layers that's inevitably going to bring lots of fear because as soon as one person says something like, you're not your name. Oh, I'm my name. I'm where I was born. I'm my ethnicity. I'm my job. My career. My social media accounts. I am all of those things. You see, the layers of identity create this constricted fist, unwind it, shed those layers, get to the pure, bare, empty awareness that is eternal, that is being colored by the clouds, by the waves, by the words, by the applications. And that's when the sugar cube actually begins to dissolve in the hot tea of the one infinite creator, God, source, the absolute. Humans are the portals between the absolute of formlessness and the, quote, physical form. We're the portals right in the middle. Welcome. We've been doing this. We're going to continue doing this. This never ends. It's an infinite exploration of creation designs. Is consciousness not enough for you? Is awareness itself not enough for you? 
the very fact that you are aware or sentient or conscious, you are undergoing a process of knowing and you're taking these inhalations in some sort of a, of a three space and there's a planet and there's a sun and there's 8 billion other humans with this lineage of 100 billion humans that have lived and died before us that have built the civilization and you can walk down the street and you can get a slice of pizza or you can go upstairs and you can take a nap and get some deep sleep is this experience not already profound enough for you does this already not bring enough awe for you what more could you want than something like this Let that hit for a moment. What more do you want than the profundity of what you're already experiencing? Happiness and the separate entity are mutually exclusive. The happiness is not exogenous. It's not outside of you. It's endogenous, it's internal. It's that diamond necklace already around your neck. Your simple fact of consciousness, awareness, knowingness itself is the fucking game. The world and the consciousness are not two separate things. They are one thing. Science and spirituality are not two things. They are one thing. Indigeneity and modernity are not two things. They are one thing. These things help in terms of giving a little bit of a juxtaposition. That's the point of saying clouds and sky. It's a juxtaposition which helps our understanding of, oh, okay, I get it now. I'm the infinite eternal sky that is experiencing the modulations of the clouds. That's why you create the duality or the juxtaposition in order for people to get it. But ultimately, they're one. There's no border of where the cloud stops and where the sky begins. Why don't you go and look for a border where the wave ends and where the ocean starts? Another way to think about it is, are you surfing or are you literally fighting the waves. What are you doing? Are you literally chilling on a surfboard going like, dude, ah, this is dope. Look at this life. Look at this reality. Look at this consciousness. Yeah, yeah. This is so fun. So many fun experiences. Woo. Are you riding the wave? Da, 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 da. Or are you literally fighting it? Are you, are you like, ah, oh, ah, uh, ah, uh, this, this is not fair. Uh, this is mean. I don't like this. I want something else. Just look at the juxtaposition there. Which one do you want to be? Do you want to surf? Or do you want to fight the wave? What's going to happen is as that egoic separate self contracted fist dissolves into the hot tea, there's going to be the bliss police. This has been one of my favorite 
things that channeled through. It's been so fascinating. It's like, here, take this Bliss Police one. I'm like, okay, this is dope. I, I laughed for like a couple dozen minutes throughout the day yesterday when it came through. Because the Bliss Police is hilarious because it's what happens. It's like another name for the ego is the Bliss Police. Have you ever noticed that as soon as you get a little bit more bliss or a little bit peace, maybe you're tasting a little bit of Satori, a little bit of enlightenment, the light is flickering a little. As soon as you're like a little bit more blissed out and peaceful, imperturbable peace and causeless joy, the bliss police, the the ego of all these other separate entities. Oh, you can't be like that. You can't be blissed out. You can't be pieced out. Oh, you think you're untriggerable now? I'm going to trigger you. Right? This is the bliss police. Are you going to be wise? Or are you going to be a martyr? The more you have martyrdom towards... the egoic separate entities that are the bliss police that are trying to trigger you. Oh, I'm just going to jump right in there and I'm going to show them love. Uh, mm -mm. Gracefully, gently distance yourself. Namaste. And you're off. You're not responsible to go in and and unwind the contracted fists to dissolve the sugar cubes of the separate entities of the bliss police. You're not responsible for that process. Gracefully, politely, wisely distance yourself. Naturally, the tendency is for the separate entity of the contracted fist of the ego to gradually unwind. As it seeks, ah, oh, happiness, externally. Let me fulfill my desire with more greed and conspicuous consumption and material objects. These things will make me happy. And naturally, it goes, fuck, that shit didn't make me happy. How many more unhappy, wealthy people do we need on the planet? How many more unhappy, famous people? Do we need on the planet? Are there not enough? Are there not enough horrible cases of mental health issues happening across social media platforms? Are there not enough incidents of People feeling like they are being used for their clout or for their money. Don't we have enough examples of that? Stop seeking externally. The diamond necklace is around your neck, yet it remains for you to recognize it. That's what piercing the veil is. But you can't just go, ah, the diamond necklace is around my neck. Done. Again, it doesn't work that way. You actually have to go through a process of self-inquiry. But as you do, you will literally feel a well of honey that is underneath of this rock. That is imperturbable peace. 
That is causeless joy. That is sat chit ananda existence consciousness bliss. Okay. Now. All right. So we chunked up that first one on ego, time, death, fear, and separation, the great illusions. We covered ego, separation, and fear in that first chunk. Now we're going to cover time and death and a lot of other things here in the second chunk. So the first thing to recognize about time is to absolutely destroy it completely destroy it the first thing that you have to do is destroy it because it's not to say that you're not going to show up to that three o'clock meeting on time because you've destroyed time that's not the point again the middle path the middle way but you have to destroy the illusion of time to start right time is like the sugar cube as well you have to dissolve it first in order to self-realize and then from there you can find the middle path where you have literally tasted god tasted the self-realization and you recognize that you are that and you still as ramana maharshi said you are sahaja samadhi and that is the ability to hold your meditative self-realization consciousness of non-dual awareness while you do your daily activities and that means time but you have to self-realize first so first is destroy time destroy the illusion of time sit there and look at your phone clock or at the computer clock or even better look at the actual moving hands of an actual clock and go and look at the second hand and the minute hand and the hour hand and when you look at them recognize how illusory they are they're deceptive it's a false belief completely indoctrinated on us and it's very similar with the birth and the death fallacy as well Obviously, as the one infinite creator expresses itself in these creation designs, inevitably it's going to have some sort of a mechanism. We're going to have a, a mechanism where there's a quote birth and a quote death. Imagine if there was no quote birth or quote death, what would happen? You would literally be eternal and infinite. So there would be no game. You get it? There would be no game. That's why birth and death have to happen. That's why time and the illusion of it has to happen. The illusion of finity, finite, has to happen. That's what creates the game that the one infinite creator plays. The absolute formlessness creates the infinite physical creation designs where we immerse ourselves into it as the I am-ness of 
conscious agents, agents of this one awareness. There has to be a birth and a death. Otherwise, you would be eternal and infinite, and there would be no veil to pierce. So there has to be a birth and a death. It actually logically makes sense. I know there are some computer scientists and engineers over there that are like, oh shit, fuck, that does make sense. Duh. So this is literally a feature. Birth and death are a feature of our creation designs. But we're indoctrinated to believe that that's completely the birth and the death of our consciousness. It is not the birth and the death of our consciousness. There is no birth and no death of consciousness. Consciousness is the ocean. You are experiencing the wave. You are the wave of an 80-year expression of the ocean. If you're starting to feel as though these concepts are resonating, these are very much like the teachings of the direct path. So again, I highly recommend watching our videos on our channel on the direct path or tuning into the myriad of the direct path teachers that we've been recommending on our channel as well, reading their books, watching their videos to know that you are the ocean or you are the sky that is eternal and that its nature is bliss and peace and that it's being colored by the clouds and by the waves of experience. That's what the non-dual awareness is. The pupil, if you look at another person's pupil, the pupil is shared, right? The iris around the pupil is your unique wave that you're riding. But the pupil itself is the pupil of God, of the one infinite creator that we all are, that we all share. In Rumi's quote about you go from room to room looking for the diamond necklace that is already around your neck, you could replace that with pupil. You go from room to room looking for the pupil that is already in your fucking eye. Ah, happiness, happiness, external, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, it's your pupil. Your consciousness is it. So next time you look at people's pupils, go and do an experience, an activity right now where you stop with a friend, family member, whatnot, pause. Hi, I would like to do a couple minute activity where we just look at each other's pupils in complete silence without laughing. This is what is meant by eye gazing. This goes a lot deeper than, oh, I had a moment that was revelatory. That's great. That's a good step. But literally pierce that and go even deeper. I am literally looking at the pupil of God and the same God is looking at my pupil, which is another pupil of God. It is one infinite creator that is expressing itself through these expressions of waves in the ocean that are then looking at themselves. 
looking at itself from two angles. There's all these different ways to explain the same thing. All we're doing is we're talking about the different paths or the different faces up the one mountain of truth. Many paths, but their end is one. You have so many of these different options to tackle this birth and death fallacy. You were this awareness and this consciousness, quote, before you were born, and you're going to be this awareness and this consciousness after you die. How much more simple can it be? You have to have this logically. You have to have the birth and death fallacy logically. If it didn't exist, you would be eternal and infinite, and there would be no game to play. There would be no veil to pierce. There would be no, quote, awakening or enlightenment or self-realization or God-realization. It's all embedded in the game. It's part of the game. It's part of the expression. The wave must realize that it is made of the oceanic water. And we feel the illusion of time when we're in flow or when we're using entheogens. I haven't felt a moment of time while doing this stream. I'm just in pure raw flow. Zero time. None. Doesn't exist. When you're doing something that you absolutely adore, time doesn't exist. You're just in flow. That is the feeling of eternity. Wake up. You know, the surfer that's cruising on the wave and having an exceptional time doesn't recognize time. Same thing with entheogens. Unleashing God within. Unleashing the divine within. And Theogen. The entheogen's capacity to take the contracted, egoic, separate entity fist and just dissolve it like the sugar cube in the hot tea of infinity happens. And it's beautiful. And it's happened to me several times across different entheogens, and it's been extremely profound. But there literally needs to be a profound reflection on the oceanicness that was experienced in order to rebaseline to non-dual awareness. Otherwise, the contraction can happen again, although it's a little bit looser. You know, entheogens, in a sense, are like bathing in the loosening of the egoic separate entity. But you don't feel time. You don't, you don't feel time. There is no time when your sugar cube is dissolved in the oceanic infinitude. That's why entheogens are so power powerful. Also, there's a past, present, future game that you can play. Again, this doesn't exist. There is no past, present, or future. There's just this happening. There's just this. So, 
again, what we're doing is we're creating a juxtaposition of whoa, past, present, and future. Ha <laughs> ha. To play a game, right? All you have to do is you play a game with, again, your friend, family, coworker, whoever you want. Play the game. You take three little circles or squares that are like little papers. You put one, you put the words past on one, present on another, and future on the other, right? Little circles or squares. So past, present, and future, one on each. And then you tell your family, friend, or coworker, family, friend, or coworker, whoever, to sort them in a way that they feel is right. And just sit there and watch. Watch how many people stack the past and the present and the future, one after the other. We're just brainwashed by the illusion of time. True simultaneity is key, meaning that what an enlightened person does, and when they actually have this embodied, truly embodied, right? Not just doing this to ha ha ha, I proved a point. No, you actually truly know the illusion of time. What you do is you stack the past, the present, and the future on top of one another. You stack all three circles or all three squares on top of each other instead of in a line. So there's another little game for you to play. And true simultaneity is when you've experienced self-realization or God-realization of the illusion of time and the stacking of the past, present, and future. But then you also know how to show up to that three o'clock meeting because you're, again, sahaja samadhi, you're taking it with you in your daily activities. Play that game. It's a critical one. It's a fun one. And it'll slowly, again, loosen up the contracted fist of time. Dissolve it in the hot tea. And that's how you taste eternity. That's what this is. This is eternal. This is infinite. This is not finite. This is not... This is not a biological creature having a conversation to other biological creatures... This is an oceanic, infinite awareness consciousness communicating with itself across little portals of pupils. And there is no across. It just is one big ocean. Okay. Again, ego, time, death, fear, and separation, the greatest illusions. Ego and time are the two heaviest anchors holding people back from God slash self-realization. Illusion, again, deceptive appearance slash false belief, a distortion of senses, perceptions of reality generally shared by most people. Ego, 
broken up into that separation, those layers of identity, like a contracted fist practice, that exercise of unwinding, breathing and relaxing the contracted fist, like a big sugar cube that's just dissolving in the hot tea of the ocean or the sky. Recognize the juxtaposition between the waves and the clouds, as well as comparing that to the ocean and the sky. And then recognize that the bliss police come and to gracefully, wisely create that. End time. The birth-death fallacy, flow entheogens, past-present-future game to play, and anchoring eternity. Instead of anchoring time and anchoring the ego, which are holding us back from self and God realization, learn how to anchor God the kingdom of God within you. Learn how to anchor eternity, how to anchor infinity, how to anchor the formless, the agentless, the attributeless absolute. And we've made direct path videos on that if you'd like to check those out in more detail. So that's it. Again, these are the greatest illusions. These are the heaviest anchors. Just go look at what's happening right now. It's horrible. It's a massive polarization propaganda of, oh my God, this political party this. Oh my God, that political party that. Oh my God, you should live in fear of the virus. Oh my God, you should live in fear because of geopolitical war. Oh my God, you should live in fear. Fear, fear, fear. It's like a big drum that is being played. Fear, 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 fear. Do you know how to literally recognize that drum being played and say, that you bow to the divine in it, namaste, and that you go to the drum that's beating of love, of light, of wisdom, of bliss, of peace. Because that drum is beating everywhere. Every moment, it's beating. Just like your heart. What are you paying attention to? Are you paying attention to fear and ego and separation and time and death? Or are you paying attention to the drum that's being played of love and light and peace and bliss and prosperity, well-being, abundance, flourishing, maximizing society's potential? And ultimately, those two different drums are transcended in one, but to have discernment. It's crucial to undergo that process of self-realization. Distance yourself from these greatest illusions. Recognize them. Have discernment. Love you very much. Thanks for tuning in. Let me know your feelings in the comments below. I'd love to hear where you're at in your journey. And like the video. Share it with people that you think this would resonate with. Subscribe if you haven't. We've been getting a good chunk of new subscribers as well as new people that are commenting, talking about how profoundly the channel has influenced them, which is fantastic. And I've been replying saying I'm extremely grateful for that. I love that. Super grateful. And if you like what we're doing here, we have a lot of goals. We had a call with a animation school this morning about chimps our animated series around it's like a pedagogy for self-realization 
for younger people, for Gen Z, Gen Alpha. And so if you want to support things like that and all of our other endeavors, all of our links are in the bio below. You can also support in the live chat and donate there, but you can donate directly to us with the links in the live chat in the bio. So love you lots. Thank you so much. And that's it. Peace. Relax and unwind the clenched fist of the egoic separate entity and dissolve it like the sugar cube in the hot tea of infinite consciousness.